Welcome to the Faith Crisis Coach Podcast. This show is my love letter to all of the people going through a faith crisis and transition that feel alone and like your world is falling apart. I've been there. As an all-in, eighth-generation Latter-day Saint, a faith crisis was the last thing I expected or wanted. But now, my life, my mental health, my relationships, my self-image, all of that is so much better because of how I leveraged my faith crisis. I'm your host, Josie Johnson, certified trauma-informed life coach and happy faith crisis graduate. If you want to grow through this experience, not just go through it, listen in. Hello, my faith crisis friends. I just got back from a coaching retreat in Park City. It was such a great experience, you guys. I loved being with my coach friends in a beautiful cabin. The design, I couldn't get over the design. (laughs) I love, I just walk, you walk in and it's just this beautiful, like, Pacific Northwest design. All of the windows were wood framed, just these tall ceilings in this modern decor and furniture. And it's just like big. And there was 12 of us staying there. It was just so fun. Um, And we just like, it was backed up into this hill with this walking trail. And there was all the pine trees and aspen trees around it just was gorgeous. And we just constantly talked about coaching. I'm so excited to go through my notes and share the insights that I gained with you guys in an upcoming episode. It's going to be so fun. It was like my little version of heaven and I'm missing it. And it's also fun to be home with my littles and my husband. I love, I love my little family and I don't have to justify it going on the work trip, but I do love both. So I have been traveling quite a bit lately actually. And in July, I went to Idaho. That's where I'm from. And I was there for a month to celebrate one of my sister's weddings and to be at the birth of my other sister's first baby. So it was amazing. Even with all that joy, though, I was faced with some disappointment. So my sister was sealed in the temple and I didn't attend. It was disappointing for me. It was the first close family member's sealing that I wasn't a part of. And I had a close family member tell me that they were disappointed in me as well. It's not a fun experience (laughs) to have someone say that they're disappointed because of something that you did. It sucks actually. So I totally get that whether they tell you explicitly um, that can be hard. Or I also had family members that just kind of gave off the vibe (laughs) that they were disappointed in me and didn't say anything. So both can be disappointing and it was hard for me, and I know it was hard for them. So that is what we're talking about today is disappointing people, how to disappoint people, because there are many opportunities to disappoint people as you're going through a faith crisis and transition, because you're likely acting and thinking differently than you used to, which is going to throw a wrench in your relationships a little bit, because you're not going to be you know, going through the motions the same way that people are used to. You're going to kind of rock the boat a little bit. And so some people might choose to feel disappointed about that. As we go through this episode, I want you to think of an upcoming opportunity you have to disappoint someone. Okay. Um, This could be admitting that you have questions or doubts. That could be an example. It could also be something like um, the desire to wear a tank top in public, to drink coffee, to get a tattoo, 
to not attend a ceiling, to say no to a calling, to stop meeting with a group of friends, etc. So be thinking, what is that thing that I'm avoiding doing because it could disappoint people? So think about that. Keep that as in mind as we go. So I want to share five things I remember that helped me navigate this frequent experience of disappointing people. The first one is to have empathy for their experience. Feeling disappointment isn't fun. None of us want to be disappointed, and we typically don't want to disappoint others. So just know that this is hard for you, and it's hard for the person on the other side too, and practice holding loving space for both of you. We want to balance our empathy with self-kindness. We don't want to be so empathetic that we don't love ourselves enough to do the things that we want to do, but we do want to be loving and acknowledge the humanness on both sides. Okay, the second idea I want to share is to remember that it's actually impossible to disappoint people. The reason that is is because their thoughts create their emotions. Now, this idea goes against everything we were taught about emotions growing up at least everything I was taught. (laughs) I was taught to not hurt others people's, to not hurt other people's feelings as if that was in my control. The truth is, is we know we can't hurt other people's feelings because if my actions created other people's feelings, everyone would have the same feelings about my actions, right? But in the example of not attending the ceiling, I had other family members that expressed pride in me for not attending. They had different thoughts from that first family member. So they felt proud when one family member felt disappointed, they felt proud, right? That's how we know we don't control other people's emotions because other people don't all have the exact same emotion around our actions. It's because they have different thoughts about our actions from person to person. So you just get to decide what you want to do and they'll choose if they are disappointed or not based on what they're making your actions mean. Their thoughts create their feelings. Now, I will note, oftentimes we don't pick our thoughts. (laughs) We can, and that's what I would encourage you to do in a lot of circumstances, but a lot of our thoughts are created or come up because of what we were socialized to believe, what we were programmed to believe. And so our family members may not even want to be disappointed in us, but because of what they were taught to believe, they are, okay? So just acknowledging like our thoughts create our feelings and with the caveat, sometimes we're not choosing our thoughts. They were given to us. Okay, the third idea I want to share with you is to acknowledge the fear of disappointing people, right? So this is another thing that I keep in mind when I have the opportunity to give people a action to think about, to be disappointed about, right? (laughs) When other people could choose to be disappointed. So acknowledge that fear. It's a normal human desire to want to belong and to want to be liked and approved of. In fact, it's a survival mechanism within the brain. It makes sense that you would want people to like your choices. (laughs) That makes sense. Of course, you don't want to disappoint people. Of course, you don't want to choose things that they could choose to be disappointed about. That makes total sense. Tell yourself that you've got you and let the fear hang out with you. It's most likely going to be uncomfortable, but it's still safe to do something that they may choose to disapprove of. Okay. 
be mindful of actual safety risks and take care of yourself with those in mind. If you're in actual danger of losing housing, food, physical safety, emotional safety, etc., know that there isn't a rush to share anything with anyone. Be slow with your trauma cues and ask yourself, can I push myself to do something scary in this case? Like, is their disappointment actually a threat or is it just uncomfortable because I've because I have a human brain and I want to belong? Or should I listen to these cues because something is actually at risk? I think Kaylin Allen said it best when he was interviewed by the Black Menaces at the Love Loud Festival this year. He was asked what piece of advice he would give to the queer youth that are thinking about coming out. And he said he would tell them that they don't have to. They don't have to come out. Everyone has different life circumstances to take into account. If you have the opportunity to take his advice when it comes to disappointing people and do it on your own time and when it feels right to you. Have the conversations that people may choose to feel disappointed about you around in your own time if possible. Take those actions like wearing the tank top, drinking coffee in front of people, you know, whatever it is. Be mindful of like the false fear and the real fear. We have the fear of disappointing people. Do we want to listen to that fear in this circumstance or can we push ourselves and do what we want knowing that it's not an actual risk? Our brain is just trying to keep us safe because that's how we've evolved. So then the fourth idea going along with that is to, if you choose to, bravely do the action that is in line with your integrity and values, with who you want to be and what you want to do. Do it scared. Do it doubtful. If you've ever watched the movie We Bought a Zoo, there's a part where Matt Damon's character is talking to his son and says, you know, sometimes all you need is 20 seconds of insane courage, just literally 20 seconds of embarrassing bravery. And I promise you something great will come of it. So I want to encourage you to do the action you want to do, even if it feels like you're walking naked around Manhattan or skydiving for the first time. Take the leap. It's going to be scary. Your brain and your body is trying to protect you. And after you've decided whether that fear is an actual risk or not, we're still going to have to face that kind of internal human kind of like animal part of us that's trying to keep us safe and just allow that to happen. Be courageous, 20 seconds of insane courage, and do the thing. Okay, so that's four. And then the fifth tip is to be a soft place to land for yourself if you take that leap. Okay, so if you take the leap to do the thing, let's say you're, you decide you're going to wear a tank top in front of your family for the first time. After you do that thing and before, I want you to be a soft place to land for yourself. Okay. So this can sound like for me, because I call myself Jose. Good job, Jose. I like me. I've got me. No matter what they said, no matter what they said, even though they said that they're disappointed in me, I choose to love me. Even though it was scary to stick out, I liked being my authentic self. I feel good about my choices. Even if it went badly, Our relationship is bigger than this moment, and I can try again later if I want to. You can also remind yourself if it was safe to um, give people an opportunity to be disappointed, 
you can remind yourself it was safe to disagree in this case. It was safe to be different and to stick out. And your brain might remind you of the times where it wasn't safe. And you can love on that part of your brain and say, yeah, sometimes it's not safe, but this time we decided that it was and we did it and we're proud of ourselves. Give yourself credit for your strength and resilience and create safety for yourself. Okay, my friends. So I'm going to review those five tips really quick. And then that is all I have for you today. So number one is have empathy for their experience and balance empathy with self-kindness and self-regard. Number two is remember that it's impossible to disappoint people. Their thoughts create their emotions. Number three is acknowledge the fear of disappointing people. It's totally normal. Four is bravely do the action that is in line with your integrity and values if you want to, with who you want to be and what you want to do. Do it scared. And then number five is to be a soft place to land for yourself. All right, everybody. That is how we disappoint people. Go disappoint some people. I will talk to you next time. Bye. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me today. I'd love to stay in touch over on Instagram. So follow me at Coach Josie Johnson and shoot me a DM when you do. It's not weird. I promise. I'd love to hear if there's a topic you want a podcast episode on. That way I can make sure I'm helping you with whatever is top of mind right now. And if you liked this episode, don't forget to subscribe on whatever app you're using so that the podcast is easy to find in the future. Okay, bye for now. Bye.